Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Hashalom. We're now in Masachat Eruvin, Daf Lamed Vav Amud Bet. Looking at the fifth Mishnah of this, the third parak. Matnei Adam al Eruvovi Omerim Ba'u Goyim Min HaMizrach Eruvi LaMa'arav Min HaMa'arav Eruvi LaMizrach. So a person uh, is able to set up Eruvin on both sides of the city and make a condition and say that if the non-Jews, who in this case seem to be an attacking force, come from the wet east, then my Eruv on the west is the one that I want, and therefore I'll be able to go to the next town that direction, or vice versa. And also, if they come in both directions, I can choose then which one uh, I want, which means now it's going to become up to me. And then, and if they don't show up at all, then both Erevin are cancelled, and I'm like a member of my city, and my residence is my residence. Now, and now we use the opposite sort of uh, uh, motivation, which is an Eruv, not to get away, but rather to go. If the Chacham comes to the town on the east side, that's the Eruv I want. It's on the west and the west. If it's a Chacham comes to each city, then I'll decide on Shabbat which one I want to take. And Lolakan, Lolakan, if he doesn't come at all, then both Eruvin are cancelled. That is Chachamim's position. So he disagrees about one small point, which is if uh, Chacham comes to both cities, we said here he has the discretion. Rabbi says if one of them is his Rebbe, then that's the one that we assume he's going to want, and that's the one that gets selected. But if both of them were his teachers, then he can go wherever he wants. Okay. Now, Rabbi Yitzchak came from Eretz Yisrael and had the exact opposite version of the Mishnah, meaning that if the Goyim are coming from the west, I want to go to the west, and if the Goyim are coming from the east, I want to go to the east, and if the Chacham is coming from the west, I want to go to the east, meaning going towards the Goyim and going away from the Chacham. So, Kasha Nochri Nochri, Kasha Chacham Chacham, we always have two contradictions. The answer is, Goyim Goyim Lo Kasha, there is no problem. Haba Farhagva Na Haba Mari Damata. Farhagva is the tax collector, the tax farmer. That would be our Mishnah, meaning whichever direction they're coming, I want to go in the opposite direction, get away. Mari Damata would be the local governor. Local governor might be somebody that I have business with and I want to meet with. So if I, if I hear that he's in the town to the west, I want to go to the west. Chacham in our Mishnah is one who's actually teaching the parak, giving the shiur. That's the one I want to go to. The other one is an elementary school teacher who I have no interest in. He's a cheder rebbe. So why do Rabbanan disagree and say, even if one of them was your rebbe, you still might want to go to the other one? Simply, you may want to go hear a colleague more than your Rebbe one time, and therefore, even if one of the two is your Rebbe, it doesn't automatically mean that that's the one you choose. Okay, Amarav. The rule in our Mishnah is not Lahalacha, because we have the ruling of Chacham, who otherwise we don't know much about, whose name is Ayo. Tatani Ayo, what does he say? You cannot make a condition in on two opposite things about the same item at one time. 
So there, Elaim, Vachacham Mizrach, Evulim Mizrach, Evulim Mizrach, Vachacham Rav, Evulim Arav. So therefore, you are able to put up two Eruvin, in other words, the Eruv to the west and the Eruv to the east, and say, wherever the Chacham comes, that's the Eruv that I want. But you cannot say, if it comes in both directions, then I'll make the decision. Meaning, the decision can be made for you before Shabbat, because the Chacham certainly uh, came to the city before Shabbat. And you find out around Shabbat, that's a different story. But for you to find out on Shabbat that there's a chacham in both places and then to make the decision, that doesn't work. Now, my why do we say that you cannot, uh, that in, according to Ayo's version, you cannot set up an Eruv on each side and then decide on Shabbat? The Ein Breira, because he says we do not allow for the procedure known as Breira, which means retroactive designation. On Shabbat, you're saying, when I set up the Eruvin on Friday, the one to the west is the one I wanted, not the one to the east, or vice versa. So, it should be the same if you uh, to be able to utilize the west one and the east one, as opposed to uh, making your choice on Shabbat. Meaning, if you set up one to the west, one to the east, and the Chacham showed up in the west, for you to then be able to use the west is also Breirat. Yochan points out, as I mentioned, that the Chacham already came. So if you set up the Eruvin on Friday and say, if he comes to the west, I go to the west, if he comes to the east, I go to the east, he certainly showed up in whatever town he showed up before Shabbat, which means your determination was made before Shabbat, and that's legit. But if a Chacham shows up in both towns, and you find out about that, and you say, okay, I want the west one, then you're making a decision on Shabbat, which you want to be retroactive to before Shabbat, and that doesn't work. So, Rav said that we reject the allowance in our Mishnah to make your own decision on Shabbat when the Chacham came to both towns, or when the Nochim came in both directions, and therefore, uh, because of Ayo. Why are we rejecting our Mishnah because of this Chacham Ayo's version? Why don't we reject his version? Because Ayo's right. Why is Ayo right? Because we know that Rabbi Yehuda, who speaks up in our Mishnah, does not accept the principle of, uh, of Brera. How do we know that? Not a famous Mishnah. If you bought wine from uh, the Kutim, who are not careful about Trumot and Masarot, don't take Trumot and Masarot. They do for themselves, but not to get when they sell to others. Omer, you have the ability to say, You could set up all, designate all of the gifts that you're going to give for Trumot and Masarot in advance. And then you can drink. And then just make sure to leave over, in this case, uh, 21, uh, Lugin at the end. And whichever 21 Lugin at, uh, end up at the end, those are the ones that you've given as the gifts and everything is fine. Divrei Rab Meir. Huyur Rabbi Yosef of Shimon Osrin. However, these three Chachamim say you may not do that. And we assume the reason is because Rab Meir allows for Brera and they don't. And the Brera would be which particular, uh, gallon or, or pint of wine is the pint that I'm setting aside for Trumor, for Maser, etc. Ulamar, Ula disagreed, said, Leito la'ayo matnitin. He said, no, indeed, our Mishnah is the correct version, and Ayo's is not. Why? But what are you going to do with the fact that Rabbi Yehuda seems to reject Brera 
in that ruling in Tamai. Ula, Zugi, Zugi, or Zuzi, Zuzi, Tani. Ula had a different version of that Mishnah where it was two pairs. Meaning, in the, the lenient position was the very mayor, very Rebbe Yehuda. And Rebbe Yosef, Rebbe Shimon Osrin. Now, if you take a look at the Mishnah, you can see that it's very easy to make that difference. It simply would depend on where you put the Vav. So, Divrei Rameir Virebi Yehuda, and then Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Shimon Osrin, as opposed to the version in our Mishnah, which is Divrei Rameir Rabbi Yehuda Virebi Rabbi Shimon Osrin. So, wherever that Vav will go, which would easily, you would have two different versions, uh, especially when done Balpeh. So Ula's version was that it was two versus two, and Rabbi Huda allowed it, which means Rabbi Huda very clearly allows for Breira. All right, so that explains why we would or wouldn't uh, allow Ayo to trump our Mishnah or vice versa. But now let's look at Rabbi Yossi. So Rabbi Yossi ain't Breira, there's Rabbi Yossi, who everybody agrees does not allow for the wine scenario, and therefore does not accept Breira. But does he really not allow for Breira? But not Rabbi Yossi Omer. Let's say two women, uh, both had kids, and they came to the Mikdash to bring their kinim, and they bought four birds together. Or they, or they, um, or they gave all four birds to the coin together. He can pick whichever he wants as an ola, whichever he wants a chatat, and that's a valid designation. So, Amarava Hatam Shitnu. So that's a case where they made the condition and they said, whatever the coin chooses is valid. So then what's the Chiddush of Rabbiosi? So Rabbiosi had the following ruling, that the Kinim, remember every every Ken has two birds, one is an Ola, one is a Chatat. And therefore, which one's an Ola, which one is a Chatat? Which leads to all of the very interesting probability considerations in the second parak of Kinim. Uh, it either happens immediately upon purchase by the owners, or at the very end when the coin picks a bird up and decides which one to do, but not in the middle. And so therefore, they can make a condition, which is that at the last minute the coin decides which is mine, which is yours, which is the Allah, which is the Chatat. Okay, so that does not prove that he accepts Brera. But we'll text, test that, test that again. Vatanya. who doesn't take Trumotumas wrote, or is suspected of not doing so, says to a Chaver, go and buy a bundle of uh, Yerek or a cake. He doesn't have to be Maaser, meaning that the, the Chaver doesn't, because he, we, we assume that the one that was Musar is the one that he gets. Chavim Tzarech Laser. So the answer is Epoch. Rabbi Yossi is the one who says Tzarech Laser because ain't Brera. Alright, Toshma, Omer Maaser Shishtu Veitim Chulal Salash Talebi Adim Yinakis. This is a Brei Tosefta. And, and says as follows. I have a pouch full of coins. The Maaser that's in my house is Mechulal right now on whatever coin comes out of my pouch first. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says it works, which is exactly a case of Brera. So, Epoch. The answer is flip it. Rabbi Yossi is the one who says, Eno Mechulal. And Rabbi Yossi, Eno Mechulal. So now I've taken two Breitot, and I've in both cases, one Mishnah and one, uh, sorry, two Breitot, and in both cases I've said, my version of the Breitot is wrong, and I have to switch it, and have Rabbi Yossi be the one who doesn't allow for Brera. 
Why am I switching two versions just because I have the Mishnah in Demai? Maybe the Mishnah in Demai is wrong. So, certainly, that brighta about the coin coming out of the pouch is wrong. Why? To kind of say, because the next line says, because at the end of that brighter, Rabbi Yossi says, I, I will concede the point in a case where you say, whatever maser I have in my house is mechulal on a new coin that comes out of my, out of my pouch. Shechilel, that it's valid. So now, if Rabbi Yossi says, in that case, I will agree that it's valid, that proves that in the earlier case, he was the one who said it's invalid. So our flip is correct. There we go. Now, parenthetically, what's this new coin where Rabbi Yossi says it does work? If there's two or three coins, that's exactly the first case. What do I care if the coin is new or old? If there's multiple coins in the bag, it must be that there's only one coin in the bag, and that's the new coin. And then it's valid. So, my ta'ales, so what does, it, what does it mean, whichever one comes first? Ta'ales is always used in the context of a group, but whichever one will come first. So the answer is, The answer is, Tala is simply parallel construction with the earlier case where there are multiple coins. And Rabbi Yossi, according to what we said, does not allow for it. So, I'm going to Rav Alav Nachman. So, man hai tana da filu rabbanon leitlebreira. So, Rav asked Rav Nachman the following. Who is the tana who says that even in the case of a derabbanon, as we'll see in a moment, breira still doesn't work? Titania, amar lechamisha, Meaning, I'm going to set up an Eruv, and he says to five different people, and I'm going to decide which one of you I'm doing the Eruv for. And therefore, if I decide so, then he can go, and if not, then he can't go. If on Friday he decided which guy it is, then Eruv or Eruv, it's valid. But on Friday night he decided, Eruv or Eruv. It's not valid because Ein Preira. Meaning, Friday night, he cannot then make the decision, the Eruv that I set up today was for Chaim. If he said to Chaim, Moshe, Yosef, Moshe, and Aaron, uh, I'm going to set it up for one of you, and then he makes the determination after afterwards, on Friday night, it's invalid. So he asked Rav and, and this is, we assume to be, Eruv Etchumin, Durabanan, and therefore he said, who is it that even in the case of Durabanan says, Ein Brera? So, Ishtik, Velo Marle, Velo Midi. Rav Nachman had no answer. Why didn't he just answer that that's from uh, the school of Ayo, who rejects Brera completely, at least according to Rabbi Yehuda? The answer is, Lo Rav Nachman hadn't heard about Ayo. Rav Yosef Amar, he said, Tanai, Shaklat Mi'alma? He says, I don't understand the question. We have a clear machloka Tanaim, without an obscure Tana, like Ayo, that tells us this principle. Tanai, in other words, that there's a machloka Tanaim, and one Tana clearly holds his position. A guy sets an Eruv now for all Shabbatot of the year. So I can decide each week whether I want to use it. If on a particular Friday he decided to use it, but if he decided Friday night, so we have a machlok at whether or not it works, and we assume that everybody agrees that Tchumen is the Rabbanan, and it's a machloket, and Chachamim here say that ain't brei rafi lura baran. 
Asher Rabbi Shimon delayed le Brera, but wait a second. We already know that Rabbi Shimon says ain Brera from the case of the wine, where Rabbi Shimon was certainly among those who prohibit. So Kash Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Shimon. So why does Rabbi Shimon here allow it? So Ella Apoch. So turn it around. Rabbi Shimon says it's no good. Acham say it is good. And now we've identified Rabbi Shimon as the one who says that even in the Rabbanan it is no good. So my Kasha, why are you asking this question? Dilma Kilele Rabbi Shimon Brei Rabbi Deraita. Maybe Rabbi Shimon explicitly says that you that Brei doesn't work in the case of the wine because that's Deraita Trumot Masrot. But here with with Trumin uh, maybe says eat lay. And therefore, the correct version is the one that we originally had, where Shimon allows for the Eruv. The answer is, Because Rabbi Yosef's position is that if you accept Brera, you accept it all across the board, If you don't accept Brera, you don't accept it either place, not in a Doraita, not in a Dorabonan. Okay, so... Um, that's what Rav Yosef would say. Why are you taking the Tanaim out of the world? Meaning, why are you ignoring Rabbi Shimon, who clearly says Ein Brera, and therefore, according to Rav Yosef, would say it across the board. The problem with this answer is that that means that Rav Yosef is now not really answering Rav's question. Rav asked Rav Nachman, who is it who holds that even in the Drabanan, Ein Brera? So what we need to find is somebody who explicitly says it about a Drabanan. Rav Yosef then comes and answers and says, why didn't Rav Nachman just answer that it's Rav Shimon? And our simple answer would be because all we know about Rav Shimon is that he says it in the Doraita. If Rav Yosef's position is that anybody who holds Brera would hold it across the board, then in a sense it negates Rav's question because Rav is asking based on the assumption that there's a distinction between Doraita and Rabbanan. Okay. Now, Rava gives a whole different take to the Mishnah and Dmai, which erases all the, the entire discussion. And that is that the reason that Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi, and Rabbi Yossi do not allow the wine is not because of Breira, it's because of a different consideration. He said, one of the halachot of trumot is that truma means it's the first thing you take. There's got to be something that's not truma that's still there. And if you drink everything until the truma, there's no reishi shishareni karin, meaning when you're left with truma, there's nothing else left to designate it as truma. So Amar Abaya, so they, so Abaya says, Let's say you had two pomegranates, both tevel. If it rains today, then this one's truma on that. If not, then flip it. So it should be that there's no um that there, it's invalid regardless of whether it rains, meaning the entire statement's no good, because in each case you don't have Rashid Shiarani Karim. And if you think that indeed it's no good, we have a Mishnah that says, If you have the pile of, let's say, wheat, and you say the Truma and Masrotav are inside this, meaning you give it all from within the area, and you don't yet designate, it's valid. So Because whatever's around it is the Shiarani Karin. That's not like the two pomegranates, so we could indeed say that in the case of the two pomegranates, it really isn't valid. But we have a different explanation for the ruling about the wine that's not about Pereira, and it's not about this unique halacha of Rishit Shishiara Nikarin, which seems to be a little fuzzy based on Abaye's question. 
And that is, we have an explicit Tosefta that says what the disagreement was about. Amrulo the Reb Meir, the three Chachamim said to Reb Meir, Didn't they, they said to Reb Meir, uh, don't you agree, Reb Meir, that well, there's a concern, you're going to drink 80% of the wine, almost 80% of the wine, and then some point, some point in that, in that process, the flask or the barrel will break open, all the other wine will come out, and that means you never took Trumot to Masroth, and retroactively you were drinking Tavel. So I'm a Shibakai, he said, oh, if it breaks, it breaks. In the meantime, it's there, so it's good. But according to our earlier thought, based on Rava's explanation, that that's not the reason, but the reason that Rabbi Yosef Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda, perhaps, uh, disallow is because you need Reshit Shisharen Nikarin. So my relay, what's this conversation, which is a recorded conversation, about the the uh, the flask breaking? The answer is Hachi relay. He said as follows, Didan, we don't allow it anyways by Reshit Shisharen Nikarin, because we have this requirement of a truma. Lididach, but you... Who hold that you don't need Rashid Sharini Karini won't you at least admit that there's a different problem that it might break in the middle and then Lamafreya you drink Tavel and Amarlan and then Rabmeir's answer was the Baka. If it breaks, it breaks. In the meantime it didn't break, so it's valid. Okay, we'll pick it up with the next Mishnah on the next podcast. Everybody should have a wonderful day.